0: You're listening to the Ice Day Elite Podcast, hosted by Paul and Coach West. This show brings you real conversations and interviews from the SoCal semi-pro world. Remember to like, comment, and hit subscribe. We got our special guest tonight, Dwayne Booch Allen. We say he says he drops the booch, he's a reform man, so we just call him Dwayne Allen from the Inland Empire Buccaneers, man. Yeah, Thank you, all right. Something Welcome all to right. the show. Welcome to the show, man. Thanks for having me. All right. So we, we we gonna start off right from the get, man. I wanna know who is Dwayne Allen and who is Booch.
1: Um uh, hmm. Booch is a family name, first off. Okay. So a lot of cats call me Booch and they don't really even know the name behind it and why. Um uh, my family call me that. Dwayne Allen is the business guy That's the guy that makes the moves The guy that put people on to Be successful And Booch is a family dude and then I have my other You know name that I don't even speak on That's how I know cats don't really know me But Booch is just a semi-pro name That you know came from my family and People feel they know that, That individual and they really don't To be honest but I'm Dwayne man I'm I'm too old to be Booch or anything else.
0: I feel it, man. I feel it. So we, we, with you, you de- deciphering the two, um, obviously, they're two different personas, man. Um In a semi-pro, pro, uh, in a semi-pro world, man, it, it, it's either you know the person or you don't. So a lot of people know you as Booch. They don't know you as Dwayne and what Dwayne does outside of semi-pro, man. Can you shed some of the light on what Dwayne does outside of Semi-Pro?
1: Absolutely. Um, Well, I'm a regional director for a company called ICP Teams. Um, Been a director for them for a while. Um, I also manage uh, 32 locations for Verizon as well, um, where I've employed, you know, over the last four or five years, maybe up to 30 Semi-Pro guys. A couple of them are been able to get promoted to management and make six figures and have a career and things like that. So, I mean, business, um, I have, you know, the Bucks, um, adults, I have the Bucks, Pop Warner, um, all chapters. Um, I have a couple other ventures where I used to own a shoe store, um, a subway, this, everything. I just, I do my thing, bro. Hold on, hold on. So
2: I, I, I thought I was the, the business girl, but here you is got more businesses than I got. I gotta
1: get oh, man. I
2: gotta step my game up.
1: Oh man, you you gotta get it, man. I mean, uh perception is reality. You know, semi pro, Facebook, social media, it's not real. So people, you know, have a perception of, <coughs> you know, who we all are, but behind closed doors you see who who's really out grinding and really, really hustling and, you know, that's me. Um you know, I have a couple of brothers that I met through Semi-Pro. <clears throat> B. Smith, CJ, Tone, who see my everyday grind. You know, I talk to them every single day and they tell me to slow down. They tell me to to relax, but I do that. You know, I have a saying, uh, you rest you rest at the end, not in the middle. So, you know, I've been resting like 20 years. I like that, man. That, that That's real shit. Now, speaking of B.
0: Smith, uh, Tone, and CJ, man, um, did they help you start the Bucks? Like, how did the Bucks come about, man? Because I know you were a big steeple in RCD, and we'll get to that later, but how did the Bucks come
1: about? Um, the Bucs was actually um, originally me and Chris Howe. Um, okay. It was an idea that, you know, me and him had came up with. We didn't have the name at first, but um, we asked that we want to bring another football team to the Empire. And, you know, Chris kind of fear it off and, and <clears down throat> for a minute mm, right. and me once my mind is set to something and once i'm kind of seeing the you know where i can impact i'll say the business cause i look at it as a business I, where i can impact the business so i was like okay let me let me get the bucks and then you know having a cj uh, a b smith a tone be so willing to to jump on board with that and kind of make it their own as well helped me a lot like i wouldn't have been able to Accomplish anything if those three individuals and, and Bernard Porter didn't jump on board right away and like give their all. You know what I'm saying? They they helped yeah. me in every every step of the way for sure.
0: Okay, that that's what's up, man. And, and those are some founding pieces, man. Those are some great pieces to have to start to start a program. Like B. Yeah. Smith is established, Tone is established, There's CJ. It. Like, go ahead, Wes. Oh no, I was just saying some some of those guys are considered semi pro legends. Right. Oh,
1: they are legends, but they're bigger than that, though. They they that loyal. Affects. They they loyal, and not just in the football sense, but in life sense. Um, one thing people don't understand, you know, people may think that, you know, they may always tell me what I want to hear. They disagree with me more than anyone I know. Right, right. <laughs> but I need it, though, because I'm so used to, you know, yes men in my life. But yeah. then niggas be like, no, that ain't it, Boosh. That ain't the way to go. So,
2: you definitely need uh, real guys in your
1: corner to
2: tell you. Oh, know. I got them! I got them. <laughs> like
1: you know? out of out of everybody, you know that I've met in semi pro, I talk to them every single day. Like we message at least a text message throughout the day. Maybe not, you know, over the phone, but we at least text every day. That,
0: that's dope, man.
1: Now, are they? You say you said
0: you have your old pop Warner program. Now, are they involved with you in that as well? Or is that a venture you took from what you started with your with your semi-pro team and kind of established on its own?
1: Um, CJ's heavily involved in. Okay. Um, a lot of people don't know, but the uniforms people see for the adults, for Bucks, and for the youth is CJ. Oh, Cj. So. Do that. Like, CJ gets on Stanley's nerves because he, all he does <laughs> is change his mind. Every five seconds. But he but look at G. look
2: at the overall the at the product, end of the day, right. look at the product that you're putting on the mm-hmm. field. I, yeah, I yeah. think at this level, sometimes guys get caught up in the look of the uniform. Most a lot of guys flock to teams because of uniforms, but mm-hmm. at the same time, with that being said, you don't want to come out there looking half assed like someone yeah. put together.
1: Yeah, and, and so that's, it, that's for it. me,
2: for me, yeah, he a headache, but like I said, you think about the overall product and where you're trying to go.
1: Yeah, he he definitely do, does his thing with the uniforms. Me, I'm basic. I'm like, all right, that look cool. CJ's so like, nah, that shit trash. Like, if, if <laughs> with the uniforms that I picked, oh man. the Bucks wouldn't have made it to a season because that shit was horrible. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but CJ and then, like, uh, B. Smith, he's helped me, you know, um, okay. you know, recruit some kids. Tone is willing to come coach, you know. Um, I bounce ideas off of them. They'll tell me if it's a no-go. Um, a lot of people don't know. I think Stanley... I think Stanley, no. I was actually going to do a league. I was going to uh, start a league for dope football, and they talked me out of it. Okay. You know, yeah. It took too much of my time. You know, yeah. I was I was this close because I didn't like how things was going, and I know I have the backing to do it, but right. That's it, one it, it's
2: just one me. of those things, and, and 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 I hope people don't take this the wrong way, and if <clears> they do, you know, my number is open twenty four hours a day, seven days a week. Uh, but it's one of those things. especially in a semi pro talk world and probably 99% of the people who listen to this or watching this know what I'm saying. It's almost like a taboo when a new league pop up. Uh, It's always something said about, oh, it's watered down, it's watering it down or this ain't going to happen over here. Why everybody going over there? So it's kind of like a, even though you're a known name, it's going to be some type of adversity that you're gonna face with trying to bring in a new new league or something new. That that's just how I saw it. And that's why I gave you the opinion that I gave.
1: Yeah, but that's with anything in semi pro. Um, it's watered down. And it's honestly, uh, semi is like high school. It's like a big high school music musical. It's like the popular kids is over here and then the the people that wanna get in, the popular crew's over there, and then like the popular kids don't wanna lose their popularity, so they don't let the the new kids in and like no one wants to see no success in semi-pro. That's why you notice, you know, the staples of semi-pro, like you know, the Black Hawks, Disciples, Apaches, things like that. <clears throat> they're starting to bear off, and right. you know, all the new teams can't get, uh, you know, good players are. Um, they're they're frowned upon is because you know the hating is real when it comes to anything other than certain certain teams and certain individuals. And I feel like having owners that are that run leagues doesn't work because okay. no matter what ask people if if I run a league and I have a team in it, how can you trust my integrity that I'm gonna do what's best for the league and my team's in here. It's impossible right. to really say this is my team, but this is my league and I'm gonna separate the two. You can't right. so I think that's where, you know, semi pro for SoCal is, is watered down. Um you would need like an owner like I mean a league owner like uh Moss from the Raiders, like He'd be a great league owner because he's thorough. He he has nothing to do with, you know, a semi pro. But having someone who coaches or someone who owns a team to own a league as well, to me, I just think it's never gonna be successful, you know, because there's always gonna be some fuckery going on. So Right. So did
0: that go does that play a major factor in like say what league you guys choose to pick? Cause I know you had told me in some private conversation that the Bucks are back, right? Yeah what is going into your decision-making into what league you guys want to join? Is it competition or is it staying away from, like you said, the high school pettiness? Like what, what goes into making that decision?
1: Um, um Honestly, it'd be comp, but I always bring shit to my players. Like I've never been an owner that just make decisions. Um, I put it in the room, like where y'all want to play at, what jerseys y'all want to wear, what y'all think about this, what y'all think about that. So I'll let my players choose, but, um, I'll be lying if I say, like, you know, we we don't want to play, like, the Blackhawks. Like, we we want to play the Disciples. Like, we want to play those those teams who have the reputation of being successful. So, you know, wherever they're at, that's probably where we're going to end up being at. Um, okay. The Giants, too. I mean, you can't. Giants are always going to be around, too.
2: Oh, right. On that note, I, I got to pose a question. Do you ever think that it'll get back to – what, what, I don't want to call them old guys. I'm, I'm going to call them vets, because that's what they are. Right. Uh, do you ever think that it'll get back to that era, that time, where all the best teams was in one league? Fuck
1: no. Fuck but no. Why one, not? The why? I mean, the it, it,
2: I mean if, if everybody says, oh, I want to <clears> play the <throat> cunt, I want to play the best teams, and, you know, the overall consensus would say Blackhawks, Giants, Disciples – even the Bucs is a new team, the Bucks, the Lions, the Rams. We can go on and on about who the good teams is, who the better teams are, but yet you will still have two to three leagues every season, and all of those good teams are dominating <clears throat> in those other three leagues with no cross,
1: with no cross play. I think so, – I, I don't think it'll happen because of egos. I think everyone has an ego. I think it's too much – know uh messaging, you know, and, and you know, the inbox is is crazy. My inbox stay on fire and I'm not even on Facebook no more. Um so I think the backbiting, you know, you have one owner one second saying this about this person, but then at the game they hugging them, they laughing, hey, we cool, we best friends. But I got messages in my inbox of you saying this nigga ain't shit. He's trash watching, he's a snake, he's this, he's that. You know what I'm saying? So I think I think if the boards didn't exist, I think we can definitely do it. I think um, we have the teams to do it. Like I say, SoCal got some solid some solid teams and that people can put that ego to the side, you know, and do it or do it. I mean, i just speak for the Bucks. We'll join any league that has everybody in it. I don't care what the circumstances is or what needs to happen for, you know, the Bucks to join with, do it. You know, I mean, at the end of the day, I feel like – um when the Bucks came in, we kind of shook everybody a right. little bit. Because um, even if you watch it now, you Truth know we came it. out. With, we we came out with the music, we came out with the the flares and all this shit, and the videos every week. And now you see teams doing it. You know they, 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 they never get credit for it. They never do it. But the reality is this: when semi-pro, you didn't see teams coming out hyped like the Bucks. You didn't have a buzz about another team like the Bucks in years. And we came out and, you know, unfortunately, we didn't win the championship. Definitely, it was aided by some situations. But, um, you know, we're back. And uh, if they think that the first year was something, the second year are going to piss some people off.
0: Right. Okay. Now, you said as long as egos can be put aside, do you think, and this isn't a shot at anybody involved in this, but are you and Moses – or whoever runs the RCD, because I'm not too sure, I believe it's G-Man and Moses. Are you three able to put your egos aside for the culture and for the game of football? Because right now, the IE is very tight. It's you and them. I don't count the Mercury, no shots at anybody out there that played because the Mercury been around for a very long time, but we know the talent has been split and divided between you and the disciples. Can you guys put your differences aside to make this game happen drama-free?
1: Um, I mean, there have to be a conversation. I mean, one thing I will say though, uh, when it comes to Gaston, um, to this day, me and him have never had a, a conversation where it was any malice, any disrespect, none of that. Like, it's okay. never been that. Um, I, I remember um, our falling out had to do with a comment I said, and I'll, I'll elaborate on it because it was brought to me by a, another RCD player, um, okay. Light Skin Brother. I think, his name's, I think his name's Isaiah, I believe.
0: Okay.
1: I think so. Um, I had said a comment when I got into it with, with Mo. Um, I said, whoever messing with Mo is a, a B-word. Mm-hmm. You no. Know, <clears throat> upset or whatever the case may be. And at the time, I meant that. But I didn't think of people would take that so for a while you know Gaston felt some type of way uh I think it's Isaac I ain't trying to butcher his name right Cali a couple niggas took it you know took that literal like oh he calling us bitches we bitches could we fuck with him and that wasn't what it was so I had to like you know talk to Gaston talk to you know uh the light-skinned brother Isaiah I believe it's. if I'm fucking his name if it is what it is but talk to him and I'm like oh shit I didn't even know you took it like that my bad you feel me but um Pertaining to Mo, <clears throat> that would be a conversation between me and him. Um, right. I don't think I don't think it's no beef there, um, because if there was beef, somewhere, would already would happen. To be honest, right. I think um, the situation there is just it's internet. Um, I don't think he worries about me. Um, I don't worry about him. I don't think our situation affect his business whatsoever, and it didn't affect mine. Yeah, but am I willing to? Chop it up with them, yeah. Am I willing to play them niggas tomorrow? Like, yeah, like I want that game, but um, yeah, it ain't ain't nothing. It ain't nothing serious on my end. It is what it is.
0: That's good to hear, man. Because uh, anybody that's listening to this and has followed semi pro talk in the boards, um, there was an incident, man, um, where like I say, I know you. <clears throat> and I, I know your character, man, and there was a there was a thing that you made it public. Like, your guys' issue got very public, and it could have got very serious from where you were willing to take it. Now, has that surpassed? Do you still feel... Like, do you still hold those hard feelings, or is it something where you guys can literally sit down, hash it out, look, we don't got to mess with each other after this conversation, but
1: it needs uh, to be had. Well, again, I go back to people like... B. Porter, okay. C.J., Tone, B. Smith, niggas like that who put shit in perspective okay. for me, you know, um, with everything I got going on outside of the semi-pro world. <clears throat> if it if nothing has happened in, I think it's been, what, two, three years already since that incident about uh, yeah. Then nothing's going to happen it, it, to me. It, it is what it is. You know, um, their shit that they post on SemiPro when I was on there, I liked it, like, uh, there's no malice there. It doesn't mean anything to me. You no, know, me allowing, not even him, I, might, I don't even wanna like focus on that, but just allowing anyone to get me out of character makes me weak. Anyone that um, I allow to stay on my mind and, and, and constantly wanna throw little jabs at our Constantly want to post about all the time, or constantly want to be in inboxes about a person, that means that person owns you. Okay. And there's not a man alive that owns me. So I have no ill will towards nobody to keep it a ban. I mean, at that point I did, but, you know, having the circle that I have is pointless, bro. Like, I'm too blessed for that shit. That's right. It it. That's so, right.
2: So, so, in other words, we say a lot of words to say that at the end of the day, if I wish game that brother well. We gonna play that game.
1: Yeah, I wish that brother well. I wish all of them well.
2: That that that's that's the blessed part to hear. You know, at the end of the day, we 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 want people to come out and enjoy the game. Uh, cause it, this <clears> game <throat> is an outlet for so many people. But at the end of the day, it's nice to hear that hey, people is gonna make it home after that game because we just here to play football, and I can appreciate that from a coach's standpoint.
1: Man, life, life too short to harbor ill will towards motherfuckers who at one point you consider family. So, you know, um, over the last couple of years, I lost a lot of people, um, you know, my grandmother, all that shit. So, you know, don't even mean nothing to me at this point. You know, just got to keep on pushing. It is what it is. I wish them niggas well. I'll, you know, they got some ill will. I mean, I'm, I'm still pooch at the end of the day. We can do that, too. But if they want to conversate as men. I'm all for that because that's what we are. We're businessmen. Right.
2: Okay. I, I I think after this airs, and pe- people are going to listen to it. We we know people are going to listen to it. And I, I feel like people are going to go in looking for it to be messy. Oh, for or sure. Or they, they, let me say it like this. I think people are going to come in looking for that sound bite. Right. And say, oh, he said such and such. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad the way that the conversation is going it's like, hey, yeah, we, we, we had a real issue, but this this is where I'm at.
1: Dude, the crazy part is I guarantee people expect me to get on here and bash that man.
2: I yeah. I mean I mean They wanted me to. What what they say, no press good all press is good press. Right. Yeah. Even messy press sells, but you know, when no. when you get into the, the real meat of this, like like a lot of guys and, and, and I <clears> saw it personally where, oh, this guy was big woofing on the field. And, okay, well, we, we ain't in front of everybody now. The lights ain't look, on. The audience look. ain't here. And, I'm <laughs> I, I, I mean, I was just fooling about, man. You know how it is. Semi-pro's not oh, real, bro.
1: Semi, semi-pro's not real. Do you know me people that I've heard through the grapevine that has been in inboxes, oh, Booch is this, he's this, he's a bitch, he's scary, he's this, he's that. And then I see them at the football game. And it's, what's up, Booch? How you doing? It's not the same energy. It never yeah. has been. I've been a part of semi pro. I guess my first championship came in 2003 with the Mercury. Let's put that in perspective. Right. That's how long. That's my first championship in 2003 with the yeah. Mercury. And they had Nick and, you know, all that. They had quarterback. You know what I'm saying? So, Ooh, 2003. Yeah, years ago. That's that's when the, the Mercury. That's when the Mercury and the Blackhawks used to play. I think at the Staples Center, the arena, little shit, and all that. Oh yeah, like, bro. Yeah, like LA Scorpions they are still really, around. Like, do that, and and not to say I'm the toughest nigga on earth because I'm not, but I, I haven't been touched in semi pro. And the, and the reality is this: um, everybody know, you know, where I'm from, what I am, and I'm always the opposite of the majority of the crowd. Right. And, you know, but there's always a respect there because I give respect to people. I don't disrespect nobody unless they disrespect me. If I'm going off on somebody, that means they've said something to me. That means they've done something behind closed doors to me. I I don't ever just pick on someone and say, oh, I I don't like you or, oh, I have, you know, because you look like this is this. No, it's because they just be on some fuck shit. Got it, man. Now, here is
0: the grand scheme of things, man, like you were a fucking founding father of RCD, bro. Like Absolutely. when they mentioned RCD, it was Moses, G-Man, and Booch, bro. Actual. How hard hey, was man. it? How hard was it to fucking walk away? It was easy. It was easy. Why? It was easy. Please um, explain. Like-
1: yes, because it was. It got to the point where it was just toxic on both on all on all sides. I played a part in it. Mo played a part in it. You know, G played a part in it. You know, I I just felt like, let me, let me clear. Let me be clear. RCD was already established before I got there. Okay. You know, they already have, I think they already have won like two championships, a spring one, a fall one as well. So they already was established. Um, So me joining them was just adding to their success that they already had. Um, But when I came on board, you know, it was supposed to be, you know, everything to a vote. Um, We had other plans that we're going to do. I'm not going to talk about it because I'm not sure if they still have those plans. Right. Um, And I was able to sit back and kind of learn, you know, the semi-pro game and what it's about. And, and in a sense, I I took them. You're listening to the Ice Day Elite Podcast, hosted by Paul and Coach
0: West. This show brings you real conversations and interviews from the SoCal semi-pro world. Remember to like, comment, and hit subscribe. Um, we lost our caller. Um, he's gonna call back in right now. Um, hey, Wes, man, this is this is a great interview so this, far, it, man. It,
2: this is definitely one hell of an interview. Um, I, I I would agree with that. Like I was saying uh, on the last couple questions, that you know. I feel like people are, are gonna think, oh, he just got back in. I feel like people are gonna come in, you know, with with the big eyes looking for that sound bite. But I'm just so glad that we're getting real conversation. Right. I think it's conversation that needs to be heard.
0: Yeah.
2: And I be honest, I'm excited to hear what's gonna come behind it.
0: Yeah, me too. You man. know,
2: after people listen and find out you know, like I always say to a story is this side, that side, and then you got the truth. Right. But I want to find out from from the other people that's on the other side of this conversation. I want to hear their side.
0: And um, to, to be honest with you, Wes, I'm even willing to do this if I have to remove myself from the complete interview. I'm on. willing to. I'm willing to do that so you can get the other side because honestly, they need their sides. They need their side of the story told well, we too, got, man.
2: Um, we got uh, Callie, uh Wilson, you know, a, a dominant figure from them. Right. Uh, that, he's solid. That, that, that's that's gonna be on here later on. Uh, I think around episode he's, four or
1: five. He's, a, he's another one that um, at point at one point I was really really close with, like really really close with. Like I remember, <laughs> I remember like not the off, but I remember um, running out of gas like five years ago like seven in the morning no cap and I'm like hey Callie where you at and he's like what happened I'm like, I ran out of gas Callie comes brand new Jordan's on why did I spill and pour gas all over this man's shoes Sheesh. that was the fucking worst thing ever but yeah like he's another like he's he's another one like um through this whole situation kind of like you know we veered off our separate ways and I get it yeah. you know it's all love for him um but uh um, Nah, but what I was saying was, um, me leaving RCD was easy. Um, Okay. You know, during the, you know, everything started taking place during the pandemic. You know, you know, their views didn't align with my views. I can really go too deep into that. Um, And then a a lot of things that they were doing, I wasn't finding out about them until later on. So I just felt like, you know, they're doing their thing, I'm doing my thing. Um, And then originally, you know, what, you know, it kind of took me by surprise is. I told them I was gonna do a team. They already knew it. Mm-hmm. So then but when I announced the team, it just was animosity, or uh, like off top. Like it was just, they didn't like it. And you know, I think a lot of it again, was both sides, me and them playing a part in it. A lot of it was others getting involved. I, I, I do think that if a lot of people just would have like not got involved and just kind of let us hash it out, it probably wouldn't have went as far. But again, this is high school. People join sides and they do fuck shit.
0: As soon as they had one person, and I, I, I'll mention them by name. As soon as B Porter was a buck, I, I there they, there was an issue. Like I think one of those things at this level of football, That's like lo- brother. Okay, exactly. See, people may not know that story. That's your brother, so his loyalty may actually, indeed, just lie with you. And because you were a disciple, he was a
1: disciple. But some people may not
0: be able to decipher that. Is that is that the case? As soon as you left, he was going no matter where you went.
1: I'll say this right now, and he probably gonna kill me for (laughs) saying it. I'm gonna say it. But when I was on the Merc, they don't even notice. But he was this close from leaving them then and coming to play for the Merc just for me.
0: Sheesh!
1: And that's on everything I love. See Porter in a Mercury jersey. He was this close. This close. I was like, bro, what I gotta do to to get you here? Tell me. That's a sound bite.
2: (laughs) <laughs> like, like that's he, the only sound was, bite it this exactly.
1: close bro he was this close and, and, and he'll tell you but like the crazy part like even with him like you know he loyal to me but you know his people cali that's like his family right so you know he always you know i respect him enough not to ever you know say nothing crazy about that man you know what i'm saying yeah. out of you know out of respect but no, wherever I go, Be going to go. That's just a fact. Like, yeah, he's our quarterback for the fall. I, there's announcement too. Like, he's our quarterback. That's right. Like, that is it's is it is, You know,
2: Kallet. another one. Yeah, another so, one.
1: You know, um, we I don't know, man. It's just a lot of people like think that like it was difficult to leave our city, and it wasn't. They didn't need me. Like okay. again, they were established already, and then. I left and they won another championship. So they're clearly doing well. Right. You know what I'm saying? I just I was able to, you know, soak up game. I won a championship with them as an owner and as a player. Um, and then I just did my own thing. And they will never admitted, but I think it made them better and it made me better too.
0: That's a set.
1: Straight up. What is your recruiting tool to get people
0: to come play for you, man. Other than me knowing you, I know you. You're an A1 dude. You're solid. So if you were to hit my line and be like, yo, where you at in the fall, you know where I'm going to go. But what about for the people that don't know you? What do you want them to know that if they come play for the Bucks, this is what they're getting in the owner?
1: I mean, they can, you know, make the judgment themselves. I mean, I don't have a pitch or nothing. Okay. Um, You know, I feel like I've... You know, for those who know me, they know my name is solid. For those who know me, they know my word is solid. Um, and I think, and not even just semi-pro, but in life, a lot of people's word ain't solid. You know, a lot of people do things and they have motives behind what they do. Me, I don't need team fees. I don't need nothing from nobody. I'm doing this shit to give back. You know, I don't have to. I can literally sit back at my house, you know, and drive my cars and just be on some Fuck everybody, shit. I'm on me, but mm-hmm. I do this shit because for one, people need it. People need that outlet, and then for two, I feel like the majority of the owners are shady as shit. I feel like the owners say they're for the players, but they're not. They're not. And I think we gotta stop using that owner word so loosely because let's just say if you got team fees for 300 280 whatever the case may be, you're not an owner at all. how how is that an owner? No, you're an organizer you're organizing the team you're not an owner' you're, you're organizing that team you're charging these young men who are already struggling 200 250 300 or more to play football on a field that you probably got the hookup for and you're getting it for nothing or you over promising saying hey I'm gonna we're gonna have this great amazing field <laughs> and then you're playing on bullshit that getting people hurt so where's that 200 250 300 going for I buy jerseys. It, if you got 40, 45 players, that, it don't add up. It don't add up. And then some of the uniform qualities, it damn sure don't add up. Because I know you're not paying a lot of money. If your jerseys is ripping, keep it a band. Not one of my buck jerseys rip. At that's the a new quality, baby. That's, that's,
2: that's, not, that's,
1: I'm keeping it a band. <laughs>
2: not,
1: not, not one of my buck, buck players. And I had some of the best players that always was getting – No, no, that was Dragon Malcolm, who's playing pro ball in Atlanta, shout out to him. Um, He drug niggas all all year. His jerseys are perfectly fine. Bernard, you already know, Dion, monster receiver, the best, literally the best receiver in semi prong Fuck what no one says. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of owners are organizers, as I'm going to start calling these niggas. They want that you know, that title, because they're not that in real life. They don't own shit. You know, they they think they can come to the semi-pro world and be like, oh, I'm an owner, I'm an owner, I'm an owner, but what are you giving your team? Like, what what difference are you making? Are you giving jobs to your team? Again, it's only one person I know that I've seen give niggas jobs, RCD. Like I said, I'm not gonna hate on niggas, I've seen them give niggas jobs. Right. I give niggas jobs, but who else is really doing that? Putting niggas on, not on like something that they can get fired from tomorrow, but like a career choice.
2: Right.
1: You know, who's putting niggas on, on stocks and bonds and how to, you know, invest your money? Who's giving niggas that, that game, that avenue to to better themselves? You know, as men, I, I had a player, I'm not gonna call his name, um, but you know, a lot of people deem him as a troublemaker. And when I'm saying this, he know exactly who he is. Yeah. Everywhere yeah, he go? he's troublemaker. he's this, he's this, he's always fighting, whatever the case. At practice one night he was crying, going through life shit. I walked with yep. him around the field like thirty minutes. Since then they didn't graduate from school in some motion. That's right. Come on now. You know what I'm saying? So I think a lot of people, bro, like just just think about this. Herd, the wolf pack.
0: Yep.
1: A team like that is so toxic. And my pro that we pushed away a nigga that had a team like that. Right. A team that was so established in one year, they got hated on from the moment they stepped on the field.
2: The but moment. That's, that's, that, that go back into what I said about new leagues. You know, when, when new teams come, new this, new that. Well, I, I can say this about Herb. Uh, Herb is one of those guys that when you mention names, that 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 people kind of won't talk trash about, like when you say the E League and, and the T rees and, and the and the OG Ronald Clark. Most folks won't talk shit about them because they have a solid track record. Uh, I think when when the Wolfpack came, I think even when the DFI came, what they stood for at that time, uh, the whole league was like a whoa, wait a minute. If this thing pop off, this, this could potentially change semi-pro and really be geared to a developmental football because a lot of those guys, you know, a lot of those guys did go on to an arena or got arena tryouts. I know that for fact because I created some of the graphics for some of the guys. But I don't think people, quote-unquote, hated what he was doing more so than they was, no, I can't because I can't because people still lined the game up if they would because they wasn't allowed to play other people, if if that makes sense. Yeah. I remember that being in, in they little clauses where they couldn't play somebody no, outside. No, no,
1: not to catch up. No niggas hated on that man. They hated on that team from the mo- the moment it was put together. They hated on the uniforms. They hated on the structure. They hated on all of that shit. Like I'm not they even said, gonna sit here. And but
2: for me, when, when you look at it. And you talk to anybody and, and on this level, and, and and that's one of the things, man. The, you look at it, man. They, they had it structured to the T to the point they they was playing at a college stadium. I, I can't think of nobody else in semi-pro doing that. Uh, all of the uniforms well put together. Clean. Real coaching Clean. I how They even had a dance team, my guy. So... <laughs> And again, and, on, and semi-pro, and semi-pro
1: is, is so toxic that they pushed them away, and we'll never see it again. We'll I, I
2: think I think somewhere deep down, and her, her is my guy. even though you get on my nerves.
1: He ain't but coming I think back.
2: Somewhere, I, I I think it's not he's not coming back. I think it's more of the opportunity <clears throat> to come back to something better than what it was. Has to present itself for Herb Cash to come back,
0: and we, we will find out. And we will find out later look, on in the season. Look, Herb, 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 not coming back at all. My damn neck hurt. <laughs> I'm gonna ask him. He's gonna be a guest on the show, and that is
1: specifically one of the questions I'm gonna ask her. I'll because... about Herb too. Well, it's a couple. Again, my 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 boys B C Tom. Right. But Herb is another one who, you know, not even just on some football shit, but just on finance. Yes. Smartest shit. Yes. Like, I got into crypto because of her. Yes. A lot because of you know how he invested. Like again, uh, E Smith, another one we you know with those little shit in our little chat. Like hey, look, don't you know, put your money in this. Do this, do that. Whoa. And next you know we're bubbling, making some bread. So right. like he's another one that like if people took the time to like reach him out. Him and uh, uh the guy from Apache. Uh, Talking about. Nah, is it oh. mean? Men. Oh, man. men. Men, men. He's men another do. one. Jimmy, Jimmy Doe um, on Twitter. He's so fucking knowledgeable. He'll post like shit that he like little stocks has to you know, that he's doing throughout the day and like literally I'll like watch his shit and I, whatever he invest in, I invest in. So like that's what I'm saying. It's so many like well-rounded minds and semi-pro that don't get the recognition because it's so toxic. Like. It's it's just it's it's wild, but yeah, I just want to give a shout out to them niggas because like I really like, you know a couple individuals who like really be on their money and finance shit. Like I'm a sponge. I don't care how much money I make. I'm always gonna like try to make more.
0: And that's good to hear, man. Like that's why we wanted to do this uh, this show. Like it it was our goal to bring out the other stuff, yeah. like. Like your business ventures, like you, you just kick game right now. Like Jimmy Doe got a Twitter feed. Like people need to go if you got Twitter, go jump on Twitter, and follow Jimmy. Like there's people at this level that want to see other people succeed,
1: man. Like he do that shit for free, right? He put it out for free when he could be making so much money. Come right. on, man. right? Like,
2: like I, I'm, I'm heavy on Twitter and and didn't know it. I, yeah. I, it's not a, I don't follow a lot of guys from semi pro because for, I, I'm gonna say this on Facebook, yeah, but on Twitter. You kind of it's kind of like a dead thing to a certain demographic of people, not demographic of people, but a certain like semi pro has nothing to do with Twitter that I know of. So, you know, I guess that you, you have to get these personal accounts of the, of the people to start following them because it, it's they not should, a big semi pro presence on Twitter. But,
1: but see, look at people using their mind on Twitter. Where does everyone go viral at? TikTok and Twitter, right? hmm put some of your crazy ass highlights on their attack sports center Tax some of these crazy ass sports shows and get some recognition but people don't think because they a hashtag is legit. a
2: motherfucker I can, yeah. I can tell you that <laughs> yeah
1: yeah i will tell you the dude from
0: uh where were the blue devils from they were uh, in la <laughs> yeah okay so the blue devils were from la but they had like a an ie name right or whatever the blue devils that look uh one of the dudes that dude's crackback made it on Sports Center and went viral like on uh greatest hits. Yeah. I was like, what the you fuck about like recently or something before my time? Like, like- two years ago, the dude from ago. the Blue Devils, oh, the they, receiver on the crackback. Uh,
2: Palm Palmdale. They up there
0: So yeah, the, but- exactly. A V Blue Devils. Dude hashtag this shit and he went viral for that crackback block, man. So
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, you know, those are just avenues that if people like I, again, I think the boards, and, and I've been a victim to it too, they toxic, and I've been a part of the toxic of it, but if people took some of the shit they actually do, they 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 you know they huddle accounts, highlights, and they post that shit on Twitter, TikTok, all that crazy shit, recognition would be a lot more for Semi-Pro SoCal for sure. All right, man, we're going to wrap this up, and I got one final question for
0: you, bro. This coming season what are your hopes and aspirations for your not only your program but for semi-pro as a whole
1: um my program we only coming back to win to keep our okay. band um we got oh well, let me look at my phone I think we got already locked in 38 people and like 14 of them ain't never played semi pro they play college right now so I mean we we're coming back to win. Um, we for sure are going to be the best dressed. Um, we for sure are going to set more trends. That's going to make niggas follow our trends. Again, we would never get credit for the smoke and all that shit, but that's us. Um, so it's safe to say y'all are still going to come out and say that y'all are the standard. We are the standard. I mean, let's, let's just be honest. Spring's going on right now. I'm not on, I'm not on football right now. I'm not on Facebook, none of that shit. But um, have you guys seen... A team like that look like the Bucks during spring. Exclude the Blackhawks; cause they're always well put together. I was about to say I'm currently on the angle with Blackhawks, yeah. my brother. and yeah. we ex- we look fresh. Ex- exclude them because okay. Tony Reed is a different monster. Right, that's just different. Exclude them outside of them, niggas. Is there anyone else like the Bucks?
2: I I, I, I I'll give an honorable honorable mention. As far as how how the organization is ran uh, to the tiger, Santa Clarita Tigers, I say the same thing uh, about who? the Coyotes. I say the same thing about the Silverbacks, even though they didn't show up in their playoff the game.
1: Again, are they making an impact like the Bugs did? No. Any team else on the, the Black- field Black-
2: and off the field?
1: Yeah, I say period. yeah.
2: Ooh. But if if if, well, if you equate it to to the wins and, and dominating. Then, then I got to go with the, with the three, which would be right now. Uh, First off,
1: be... uh, let's go to dominating because um, before all of our players start getting suspended randomly, we were blowing niggas out. <laughs> let's, let's, You're, let's, suspended. Let's... You're suspended. Yeah, let, hey, You're yeah, suspended. You're hey, suspended. My players were getting suspended randomly. Like like during the playoffs, we ain't had photo checks the whole fucking season. My game is the only one out of the whole playoffs that got ID checks. Deadass. Wow.
0: Wow! This is facts. Jeez. Like,
1: I don't care who get mad at me saying it. I, I probably shouldn't, but... <laughs> it I is asked, what it is. Hey, I asked the other game, like, hey, did they check your IDs too? They're like, nah. So that was just an us thing. So I had players that, like, you know, were suspended for just the most weirdest shit. And then I had players for the playoffs that were getting carded that niggas knew they'd been on the on the team the whole year. So when it comes to dominating there was no team like us like you know at all like even with against the giants that game was fuckery um super fuckery and we all know it but the giants is a good organization i talked to well i ain't talked to me in a while but i used to talk to black but full full roster bucks not a team fucking with us that's the reality and they knew it we put up what, what was it 90 against a team and literally it was a running clock since the second quarter
2: Jesus Christ of
1: Nazareth. Sheesh. So, again, I, we're coming back. And, um, it's going to be fun. Uh, I'm, it's going to be a car show because, you know, I'm about to bring out all my shit. And, you know, we're going to get it cracking. You know, I'm bringing all from? my shit. What car are you, know, you going to roll car. up
0: in first?
1: Huh? What car are you going to roll up in first? Oh, man, I'm going to bring my truck out, man. You know, I got the I got ride truck now. I got Fire. the Loseradi truck now. You know, so I'm going to bring that out. You know, it's burgundy with all gold trim. You know, something light. Light know, some, some light, you know. But, um, you know, y'all doing some good, man. Shout out to y'all and y'all podcast, man. Appreciate y'all having me. I told y'all I wasn't going to duck nothing. Come um, on. Come on. wasn't going right. to duck Now I'm going to answer it truthfully. I know people on here being messy, but, man, I'm old as shit, bro. And then if yeah. I would have, I would have got a text message or a call from First it would have been from CJ motherfucking ass cussing me out. And then he would have been like, You stupid. And then Tone was gonna be like, I'm gonna slap you. So I just decided I didn't want to hear none of that. So.
0: <laughs> that's right. Your people keep you in check, man. Wes keep me in check too, man. And, and that's why I appreciate him. And that's why I reached out to him to do this, man. We really appreciate you coming on our podcast, man. I stay elite. Um, y'all, it's gonna be on YouTube. We're going for Apple Podcast, man. This is the first episode with Dwayne Allen the owner yes, of the IE Buccaneers. Absolutely. Hey, man, we appreciate you, fam. Thank you for coming Yo. on. Yeah, appreciate y'all. Yeah. Y'all be blessed, man. You too. For sure. For sure. Yes, sir. You already know. Ice Day
2: Elite Podcast, and we signing off till the next time. Hey, You're listening to the Ice Day
0: Elite Podcast, hosted by Paul and Coach West. This show brings you real conversations and interviews from the SoCal semi-pro world. Remember to like, comment, and hit subscribe.